movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Super Films Cast 64 show. <laughs> well, I'm Trey Mitchell, and today we have Adam Fullerton sitting in the rotating chair that has been rotating for two years with Adam in it. Adam, how you doing? Well, what do you mean? You mean that my chair rotates? I mean like that you're, you're a permanent guest on the show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're always guesting, but but you've been there. You know, it's not it's a rotating chair of guests, but you're the only guest. Yeah, it's I'm playing uh Oh god. Trey, I I, I can't think of the name of the game. Musical chairs? Duck duck goose. Musical chairs is what a dumb na- the chairs are not musical at all. No. They're not. It's, Isn't Duck Duck, Duck it's, Goose and Musical Chairs are kind of the same thing, right? Well, but Duck Duck Goose, you you're picking somebody. You pick someone to be the goose. Musical right. Chairs. That's more of a. You just wait. You just walk around until music stops, and then right. mayhem ensues. I always did not care for Musical Chairs. It made me anxious. You know, if you watch, no one's ever played a like a clean game of musical chairs. No, no. There's always cheating going on. And maybe Someone, that's the fun. People people feel wickedly devilish when they, they do, play the game. Because I always make sure I'm touching the chair, which in a you know, a post Rony world you can't do. But I was touching the chair, making sure I had my space. I knew <laughs> These days, these days, it's more like a musical Zoom call, <laughs> or 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 maybe maybe a musical face mask, perhaps musical self quarantine, musical social distancing. How are you and Gina dealing with uh, quarantine times? Uh, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. We've no fighting. There's no. There's nothing interesting. Yeah, to say about that, really. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just watching a lot of Shark Tank. A little Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's Mark doing? Is he getting some good good deals? Mark. Yeah. Mark Mark's Cuban. not on the show yet. We're watching. We're watching chronologically. Oh, Mark hasn't even made it made it on the scene yet. I thought Cuban. I thought Cuban created the show. No. Nope. No. Oh. He he, like a good shark, got in when the getting was good. Yeah, that's what you gotta do when you're a shark, right? They brought they brought him in when they needed some new blood. New blood. Okay. The. They go early on in Shark Tank. This is what people want, right? Shark Tank talk. Yeah, I think everyone uh, wants some Shark Tank talk. In the in the first season of Shark Tank, all mm-hmm. these sharks want fifty percent of everything. Oh, really? In later seasons of Shark Tank, they're like, "No, I just want to give you my money and have you <laughs> do all the work. I do not want to be partners. I do not <laughs> want to control one million companies." Yeah. They're learning like fart panties and stuff. Yeah, those sharks. Even those sharks had to learn a thing or two. We all had to learn a thing or two at the end, right, Adam? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, similar to the Blowout Network, all those sharks are very horny. You know, it's National Horny Day today. Yeah, this is this is what I've heard. So yeah. this is a good. This is a big day for for Blowout. Mm-hmm. We're all very horny. And it's the day to recognize the horniness. How are you celebrating National Horny Day? Oh, man. So many ways. Uh, watching all my horniest movies. Just watching The Lighthouse on repeat. Is that uh, the horniest movie? Probably not. I mean, there are other hornier movies. Like movies just about sex, you know. 
What? Yeah. Uh, what was that like? Nymphomaniac. That's pretty horny, but that's like obviously horny. You know, <clears throat> we're yeah. not talking obvious horniness. Subliminal yeah. horniness is what we want. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The under underlying horniness, horny right. theme. Right. I gotta I say, mean, Moulin Rouge was pretty horny. Back to that was back a horny movie. It, oh my! Yeah, God. you're really into that movie, aren't you? Uh. I was not into that movie. It was too horny. Too horny. I was horny like, for whoa, you. this movie is crazy. Too horny. Keep it away. I don't know if I can say that on this network. They'll hey, kick me you, off. They might kick you off if you're not horny enough, you know? You need to be horned up. Yeah. 24-7 horn dog. Can you can you bark for me, Adam? You're a horn dog. Can you give mm. me a little howl? Can you give me a little bark? Um. Woof. Woof. Can you do that? Whoa! Oh, wow! I'm a horn dog. I'm just. I'm just not that horny. Whoa! Trey, you're horny. Whoa! Look who's horny. Yeah, that's my werewolf man, horn dog. Yeah, when the when he sees that full moon, he that moon represents boob. That's your your champ kind. We watched Anchorman. We, we did, he did, we did. He did that. He did the exact dog bit. He did do he the exact dog bit. Talked about slapping barbecue sauce on <laughs> on them buns and just eating that ass. Champ He's kind was ahead of his time. He yeah. He oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he dipped it in barbecue sauce, so it's not it's not quite up to snuff. Right, but, with actual like salad tossing. Mm-hmm. But he he was ahead of his time. He was. He was a man of the future in the past. This so, is this is part of us going back. We're going back. Watching all of uh, the er, a bunch of early two thousands comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Kind we of did more, hot rod. Yeah, more in line of the kind of the sillier Apatow. Uh, I guess it is all Apatow kind of movies. Or that sort of realm. Similar actors, you know. And we did Hot Rod. And we did Anchorman this week. We'll do this until we get tired of it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, And I would like to do Step Brothers. Because that is one of my all-time favorites. Well, I'll see how you feel about it. But this is... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, I've always looked more fondly on Step Brothers than Anchorman. I feel like Anchorman, and we talked about this last week, how Anchorman just got rammed into the ground with references. Like, everything about yeah. that movie has been just beaten to death. And that's how I felt before I watched it. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered there's a... A lot of nice little surprises in yeah. here. There's a lot of stuff that you don't remember. Like, I mean, you could probably say the same thing about Borat, where you're like, all right. That one might that, be the most egregious. Where, That'd be an interesting one to go back to, because that's, you know, that's one of those. It, it's like a kind of a, now it's sort of just a joke, as far as, like, referencing Borat. Very right. nice! You know, like, that's the joke, is that you're referencing Borat. Anchorman, yeah, but, I still think it is funny. Like, I still think like that the references yeah. in the movie are funny. Uh, I think it's very similar to Hot Rod, where it's that kind of silly random. It's a little more structured. There's more of a plot, but it is definitely that random silly. Like when he talks to Baxter, the uh, he had a right. whole wheel of cheese, and it's you know out of context, it could be very stupid, but it just it. It works for it. And I think it's it's that era where it's that random, dumb comedy that we don't really see much anymore. And this, I mean, this could be just, like, retrospective, but um, I do feel like this was kind of one of the first more, more mainstream where it's just the character says some silly words together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he... Where, you know, he's does a lot of 
great Odin's raven. Yeah. And and stuff like and I think that's just a very Adam McKay comedy style mm-hmm. where he goes and does it and I mean Will Ferrell for that matter. They both I, wrote it, yeah. So uh there's a lot of his exclamations which are like obviously hit for like jokes yeah <laughs> or, hey this is the point where you laugh and it's like mm-hmm. well i mean this this kind of like beat is kind of the wave has crested on that on that kind of humor but there's mm-hmm. still a lot of a lot of good stuff uh in this in this movie so i have do you have a list of I have stuff? I have I have okay. some things in this. So obviously Anchorman was this two thousand four? Two thousand four. Very early. That was uh going into high school for me. Two thousand four. Mm-hmm. I think there was yeah, the thing going around. Yeah. There's a thing going around where it was like Hey, what movie best you know, whatever describes your you're the 90s, the 2000s, mm-hmm. whatever. This would be my 2000s movie. Okay. I would probably say I watched this a ton in yeah. high school, just like whatever. A lot of people did. Um, I don't rem. I did not remember because I think kind of the portrayal of Ron Burgundy now is kind of like he's chauvinistic and stuff like that. Early in the movie, he's he is not that, <laughs> and he's he's uh, while well, everyone else is all is so horny, mm-hmm. he is also horny. He is <laughs> he's he's trying he, to be he's trying to be with the guys, but he also has a sensitive side. Yes, you know, he, yeah, and he and mm-hmm. he actually cares. And then and then that Veronica Corningstone screws him over, yeah. and. <laughs> And then he is—he is not that. The uh, Will Ferrell curly coo chest hair in this—that's his—that's uh, his real chest hair. Oh yeah, that's that's how that's how it looks. It's how the man's built. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else besides the chest hair, Adam? Well, oh yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead and talk for a long time. <laughs> I'm just not going to let Trey talk at all. Trey has nothing yeah. to add about Uh So like, some bits that, first of all, I forgot that, um, I'm blanking out on his name, but the the bar owner where he plays the flute, I uh, forgot that. Um, Danny Trejo? Oh, Danny oh Trejo. Fred Armiston. Yeah, Fred Armiston was in this. Totally forgot. There's a lot of little cameos here and there, not even like at the big, you know. I, I still think the, the fight is is funny. Uh, the big uh, broadcaster, news f- the news fight. I think that's still a funny bit. I think a really funny bit, and I think this might just be because Junior Miller uh, does this as well. Or no, not Junior, but uh, Gordon will do this in some of his bits. Is the at the um, when he takes Veronica out for the date, and they're at the the jazz bar, and they're like, "You need to play. You need to play your flute." He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm not prepared," and he just takes the flute out of his his pocket. I mean, that's right. still a funny bit. Uh, I, I mean, thought Fred Willard was very underrated in that, this movie. That was my my big I, thing. It was like, man, I forgot all these Fred Bill, Fred Willard bits. Yeah, where his son is just <laughs> just causing havoc on his on his Catholic school, and you know, we've all seen her fair share of pornography. Oh no! Of course you have it, Sister Margaret. Of course you have. <laughs> right. Yeah. He took something called acid and shot a bow and arrow into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that I think that might have been the one of the funnier underrated bits is the Fred Willard stuff. And uh, yeah, there, uh, there's a lot of little cameos here, and I've freaking um, Seth Rogen's in it as a cameraman right. for like two cameraman. scenes. Yeah. You have Paul F. Tompkins as the uh, host of the cat fashion show. Uh huh. I didn't, yeah, I didn't um, see that. John Hamm is listed in the the credits of the of the show, kind of where they go and it shows the credits, and they're and they're talking to each other. Uh, him and Veronica at the desk, and he's like, "You're a smelly Byron uh, Hooker." Yeah, John Lamb's and, or, or John Hamm's was that random? John, he wasn't even right. He wasn't exactly. Even known this is. Then. 
This is before <laughs> Mad Men. Mad Men, yeah, way and before. John Hamm and Adam Scott are oh, wow. listed as writers for the news. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't not, even notice that. Yeah, that, that's, that's my crazy. first time I'd I'd ever seen that. Man. Um. So we talked a little bit about the news fight, which is I, I think probably what takes this movie next level mm-hmm. <laughs> uh what would be your weapon of choice from or your or at least your favorite mm-hmm. because there's a, every person has to have a different <laughs> weapon in this Was i kind of like that... the grenade just having a grenade not necessarily knowing <laughs> how you're gonna use it uh but yeah i thought that was pretty funny i don't know how'd you feel about brick yeah, rewatching this. Uh, I don't know if that landed as much. Yeah, I would say it probably doesn't land as much, but it also isn't. It isn't as unexpected, like because all of his lines are all the ones are some of the ones that get beat. I love lamp. Yeah, I love lamp is not even a joke anymore. Right, but like that's like that's that's still a pretty funny bit in context and i like, and i love i love him saying are you just looking at things in the room and saying you like them <laughs> I, I do like that line but yeah and i mean there's there's a lot of it's just kind of like his lines or punch lines yeah to a lot of things and so like the stuff i don't necessarily remember like all of champ's lines or yeah. brian's lines necessarily but you go and like you're watching a scene and you're like, okay, this is the one where he talks about the pants party. Right. Which I still think that's funny. And I like that he, he just doesn't under, and he asks the guy too, like not understanding what he's even saying. Right. It's just, it's a thing. Oh, it's, I thought that was pretty funny, you know? Um, also, I didn't realize this Paul Rudd was in this till years later. Like, I think he might be the best actor in this because maybe not the best actor but i just i never realized that was paul rudd until years after the fact yeah it's uh i think he's he's really he's playing the i don't want to say the most of a character because like ron well, burgundy pl- is like yeah the classic character but... but i think that's i think ron burgundy is more of will ferrell's bit i think yeah. i think he's i think paul rudd is kind of playing out of character as to what he usually plays, right? Yeah, he's definitely yeah. usually like a nice. He's the nice he's the guy. nice guy, you know, and yeah, he, kind of more down to earth, more straight man. But this, he's a play yeah. Kind of it's character. weird because he because he's like the most. He's kind of like the most over the top, but isn't he? I guess he's not the most over the top, so but he doesn't really have an additional bit. Everybody has like, all right, so they're all like old horny newsman and then there's something else and right he doesn't really have that and something else yeah. but that that grounds him in some way i guess he's got sex panther <laughs> right yeah yeah the, i mean the sex panther bit is is good i guess another thing i i always i guess would watch the the longer version <laughs> uh where you get more. So I mean there's a little more. Yeah, there was that was a big thing back in the 2000s, the early to mid 2000s yeah. was the unrated versions oh, of yeah. movies. You you released the PG-13 version yeah. and then you get look the out. Here version, comes the unrated version where, where the brick. the three main <laughs> female characters of American Pie are staring up at you like sexually and you're like oh, I got to get this version. <laughs> I got right. this one. And it's like three extra minutes of content. It's like nothing like Yeah, it's just gonna be yeah. jokes that go on too long that are yeah. that aren't really cut. I mean there's some right. scenes in the Anchorman one that are like I the um I will not eat cat poop. Yeah, uh, I remember that. I always forget which, that one is the unrated version, is the cat poop. That, mm-hmm. that wasn't in uh, the original one. And something else wasn't. I think there was a scene that went on a little longer, uh, and I forgot what it was. I should have written. I think it down. there's there's a second uh, Sex Panther scene, I believe. Okay. Another one where they describe what it smells like. 
Yeah. At the at the zoo, maybe. Uh huh. Because I think David Wayne is in that one. There's just I know there's a scene where Brick eats a coffee filter <laughs> from the out of the garbage, <laughs> and he thinks it's a burrito. That's that's kind of what I remember from that. Yeah. Um, so I I think this might be one of those movies where I think it can be beaten to the ground, but at the same time, pretty funny still, you know? Yeah. And the, I don't know. I don't want to say the problem. Cause I still think it's pretty funny and still holds up decently. Well, uh, a lot better than I thought it would mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but like the San Diego, a whale's vagina, like <laughs> scenes that, just, that are just the lines. It's, mm-hmm. That stuff can be like, like it's it's fine, but I, I think when it's yeah when it's like kind of the bigger bit like the the big news fight and then the aftermath and him saying uh, you need to uh, I've been meaning to tell you you need to lay low for a while find a safe house and family members you might be wanted for murder you know just stuff like that yep. more high concept more kind of I think anytime Will Ferrell talks is pretty funny you know. Yeah, uh, it, I think the ancillary characters are really funny. I, I forgot how funny, uh, again, how funny the uh, Fred Willard was in this. Like, it's Vince very, Vaughn you know, is super good too. Yeah, you know what? I think my one of my favorite bits is him that first fight they have. Oh, it, and, it's... Uh, and he yells at them for not saying anything. Can't even say anything. Even the, <laughs> even the one who can't think said something. Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's Vince Vaughn's really funny. Um. Oh, I didn't even give my weapons in the fight. Oh yeah, you uh, didn't give your weapons. A baseball bat with scissors through it is pretty great. Uh, and the guy who's just holding like a garden trowel, <laughs> which, which uh is pretty, pretty great. I like Maracas uh, guy. They got the Maracas guys there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ben Stiller with the whip. Also. <laughs> Tim Robbins secretly is like the most ruthless. Yeah. In this movie, because he's the one that cuts Luke Perry, Luke Perry, Luke Wilson's <laughs> arm off in the beginning, and he's the one that pushes Veronica into the bear pit. So he's, you know, they they try to be like, oh yeah, yeah. Vince Vaughn's the bad guy. No, the public news <laughs> guy is the like. Why why did they? I guess you can't have the Vince Vaughn moment where he. Right, he kind of threatens yeah. to throw uh, Ron down if he's the one that pushed yeah. Veronica yeah. into the pit. <laughs> right, you need another character for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I even gonna say? Um, I did like the the Baxter bit where he talks to the 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 bear and calms the That's bear down. So good! It's yeah. so it's so funny. The mm-hmm. One of the funniest when I still laughed out loud very hard, knowing that it would happen. Jack Black punting Baxter off the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> where it's just like it's a doll. It's, it's obviously a doll they, too. Yeah, right, right. Uh, they go. They set it up saying that everything changes with the linear thing. You have the big crash, yeah. and so you're like, okay, how is this gonna alter things? And I just remember the first time I saw this movie when he. <laughs> the dog off the bridge (laughs) it's so funny man i like that's that's such a (laughs) such a funny thing um is there a better use of an f-bomb in a movie the single f-bomb saying what when did he say that remind me said go fuck yourself san diego oh yeah yeah yeah. no that's yeah that's probably one of the best uses of it because that definitely was a linchpin for the plot right right that's the that's the turning yeah. point of the yeah of the, the turning movie. point it's a very good one and i like how uh it's like the most egregious thing he could have said too and it also <laughs> reminds you that you know nowadays they have they didn't have precautions back then i guess i know it's not a documentary but nowadays you just dump it <laughs> Uh, but well, back then, you just just went over air. 
Do-do-do. Good we show, guys. We can't dump it at my station. Oh, you can't? Nope. So you could say that if you want? Then we just go? I mean, I guess. You should do that. It's a bit. It's a prank. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like when everybody, everybody now tells me, oh, do you ever put something in the prompter? <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> do, you, do you ever, do you ever put something in the prompter? I guess uh, another kind of in the same vein, uh, F-bomb, uh, the last line of dodgeball is fucking Chuck Norris, which is pretty good. When did Chuck Norris bits die? I feel like people don't have the oh, same view sure. of Chuck Norris as they did back in like 2005. No, it was just kind of like a one, <laughs> it's just like a one joke bit where yeah. it was. So, because uh... I know there was like books about Chuck Norris for a while. Like, yeah. you know, Chuck yeah. you know, Chuck Norris jokes. But that bit mm-hmm. kind of died. I think it's because when people found out he was kind of a whack job, <laughs> it kind of died. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it was a long time. It's crazy how long trends lasted before everyone was on the internet. Like, yeah. there was a time when there were some people where, like, things would start on the internet and things would live on the internet, but then everyone would get on the internet. And, it, mm-hmm. and then you see people like... Where it's like, oh, uh, they're talking about Tiger King. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, Mario Lopez is talking about Tiger King right now. It's like, oh, well, that's not cool. <laughs> like, I don't want to be the guy talking about the thing that Mario Lopez is talking about. Yeah, well, uh, my barometer is SB Nation. If I start hearing people talk about it on SB Nation, I know I'm. I, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> it's lame, hundred percent lame. If they're talking about it there, it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, that's not fun anymore. Can't do that. So thank you, SB Nation. They love Tiger King. God, every that's every promo now because, dude, I hate how they make their promos. It's like, it's like something they would like maybe talk about on the ticket for like a minute. And mm-hmm. you know, as a joke, but like their whole like like you know what, dude, that was funny content. That was great content. We're gonna use that as a promo. It's, it's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> that was good, guys. We're gonna use that as a promo. Totally, we're so cool. Anchorman kind of has that Goodfellas thing for me, though, where I like it a lot, but I think um, I don't necessarily like some of the people that like it. You know. Like the SB Nation thing. That's a good example. Right. Like a lot of those guys would say their favorite movie is Goodfellas. Now, one of yeah. my favorite movies is Goodfellas, but I hate that their favorite movie is Goodfellas. <laughs> Maybe with similar with Anchorman, it's like they would they would say that's like one of their favorite comedies. Where it's like, right. yeah, I don't want to be associated with that. So it kind be, of be like, oh no, I have I have some <laughs> different taste. <laughs> like I have a. Yeah. I have a much more indie comedy movie, but it's like, yeah, I mean, this is yeah. still pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, it's a good, it's uh, a good time. Some other classic f bombs. Okay. X Men First Class. They they're going around. They're kind of gathering up a team, and they go to uh, oh, that's Hugh Jackman a good bit. as very good bit. Yeah, as uh, Wolverine, Wolverine, and they introduce themselves, and he just says, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> in did you ever see Be Cool? I I saw that in theaters. They it uh, sounds very familiar. It's a John Travolta <laughs> where they they explicitly say, "Hey, you know you can only say the f bomb one time in a PG thirteen movie." Well, fuck that. <laughs> All right. That's that the most cool. like, egregious. Like, yeah, yeah. Just we gotta, a, we gotta do it. We gotta use it. That's a cool. You know? uh, in Billy Madison, he uh, uh, they're doing the story time and find uh, that fucking dog. <laughs> you gotta get your ass out there and find it's that fine. fucking dog. I, I always thought that was so cool. He said that when I watched right. it, like when I was ten. Oh, like, oh, he said it. <laughs> that was that was high art for me back then. <laughs> I love Billy Madison's a good one to go back and rewatch. I think because like I love Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, all those uh, Adam Sandler movies when I was like ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. 
probably still like him. You know, they're probably slow. They probably have the same. Um, and I always was like, well, Happy Gilmore was the more sophisticated one. You know, Billy Madison was more of the lowbrow. Happy <laughs> Gilmore was more of the highbrow one. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which are probably both lowbrow shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, what was I even saying? No, those are big. Uh, those be they're kind of in the same vein as these, where they're more random and have kind of the dumb bits and stuff. I, and I, I think uh, I want to say. With uh, Hot Rod, that Andy Sandberg said that he was looking to make a movie like Billy Madison, like in that same kind of vein. So it makes sense, you know, that they probably are yeah. very much influenced by those early Adam Sandler movies. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. So what did you give this on rewatch? I think I gave it a four, but I could go okay. higher, you know? I, I went ahead and gave it a five. I still okay. think, I still, I mean, that's whatever, member berries or whatever you want to call it. Sure. But I, I do think there's still a lot of really so, solid bits. I laughed mm. out loud at it more than a lot of, like, I don't know, what, what comedy did I watch yeah. recently? Like, well, I that's, watched that's kind of why I wanted to... or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I wanted to do this, though, because I, I think we don't see a lot of comedies anymore or straight comedies that are just right. comedies only it's uh it kind of sucks because a lot of these movies are still very funny you know and we need to laugh a little bit adam especially in these uh times you, you know? gotta laugh you gotta laugh you gotta laugh adam have you been uh watching anything else uh i mean i told you about shark tank that's been shark a lot tank, of it yeah i watched uh the what we do in the shadows uh Oh, one one other thing. Talking about laughing before we get away from it too far. The uh, the bloopers. Yeah. Where you go, you see those credits scrolling down on the right side, and you're like, uh-oh. We're about to see some bloopers in here. <laughs> and, that, uh, randomly, were you about to say this? I I am, and it made okay. me laugh very yeah. hard because I do not remember <laughs> this at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a random Smokey and the Bandit blooper in there. That was <laughs> in their blooper. <laughs> That's very funny and very timely because we just talked about that movie. But oh, yeah, it, it, I I laugh very hard. And also, it was a, it was a pretty funny outtake. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Burt yeah. Reynolds that just be <laughs> like saying a line, it being the wrong line. Sally Field saying what her line is going to be and then he just repeats her line back to her and she's yeah. like no that's my line <laughs> and he's like oh okay well oh, let's keep rolling just, we're having fun here not having any idea what he's doing yeah uh, that was a good one yeah that was pretty, random too yeah i like that though pretty, that was fun pretty funny bit it was just cutting together a bunch of <laughs> other movies outtakes yeah in there pretty good so there you go there that's anchorman uh adam so uh you say you've been watching anything else uh did i did i talk about terminator 2 last week was that something Uh, i talked about you did talk about okay well then i don't know if i've i if i've watched many movies um what are you doing on your quarantine times well, I guess both of us still watching, work. It's not like we're, you know. Yeah. Been watching Shark Tank. Been busting through uh, what we do in the shadows. That pretty good? It's it's really good. It's okay. very, very funny. I Matt Barry in that show um, from... He's from, like, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. A bunch of kind of like this weird alt british comedy that i was a huge huge fan of he's in the show and he's really good the guy who plays nandor is so funny is it the Um, same characters as the movie no so it's different characters so you know taika and jermaine clement aren't in in there yeah um but taika i think directed two episodes in the first season and wrote he wrote one or two and Jermaine Clement wrote two, I think. So they had involvement in it. Um, 
one of the best guys in the show is uh, I think his name is Colin Robinson in the show. I think his name is Mark Prost. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a kind of turned into a Tim and Eric guy later on. He was I don't know if you remember this K Strass who would go on like morning morning TV shows claiming to be a yo-yo champion and would go Sounds on and familiar. had no and had no idea how to yo-yo and yeah. would just go and just mess up on it that was kind of how he got he got okay. big was doing that well he's kind of a new and part of the whole thing is like all the different kinds of vampires right where there's kind of like the sexual vampire and then the, like the gothic vampire the, like the Nosferatu, Nosferatu yeah. vampire um, and he's an energy vampire <laughs> energy so okay he he sucks the life out of people by just like boring them with <laughs> dumb questions and so just like whatever they have him do it's just like oh these are things that drive you crazy about <laughs> about people for the most where, part where can i watch this uh it is on hulu oh okay great yeah so Maybe i'll watch that tonight on hulu there's a lot of stuff to do uh, there's a lot of stuff to do and you can put out because there's they're 20 minute episodes so i was oh, able good. to finish it i was able to finish it there i think is 10 episodes in the first season and then just the first two episodes of the new season mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm on uh on wednesday okay so sounds like an easy walk uh yeah also better call saul i know i need to get caught up oh my god oh I my heard god everyone better was talking about um uh wexler uh what's what's her first name kim kim wexler everyone was saying like oh my god i can't believe this i gotta get caught up i know yeah. it's a great show i just gotta get caught up it sucks that they don't really release the episodes anywhere. Um, having to, they, uh, I mean, they release them slow, like not the new one necessarily. Yeah, are you caught up? Oh up no, to yeah, the I, new I, season. I, I saw the first episode of the new season, but okay. I haven't seen any more. Yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah, so that's that's very good. That whole season mm-hmm. has been awesome. Uh, so Trey, post-apocalyptic movie bracket. Well, unless, well I got unless you have anything you want to talk. About. I do. Okay, I do. Well, actually, here we go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I watched Minority Report. After hey. Okay. And yeah. I enjoyed it. It did feel yeah, like that's... it. You know, it. I was expecting maybe a little more grounded, down to earth. It reminded me of uh, Total Recall in a way, where it's sort of yeah, a bit campy. That a bit silly. Uh, I felt like sometimes it, it kind of, it was trying to be both uh, serious mm-hmm. and silly, but uh, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. Uh, it had a lot of really dark stuff going on, you know, with the eyes and I thought that was a cool motif, but uh, I, I enjoyed it though. It was a fun, a fun movie. I think, I think it's a movie that if it was made now would be totally different. You know, it would be oh, done sure. in a totally different way. Uh, but I I enjoyed watching it. it. It did remind me of like an old kind of '80s like Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi movies where they're a bit campy, a bit ham hammy, but fun still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched um <clears throat> I watched a movie called Color Out of Space, which came okay. out last year. It is from the director. So it is a movie starring Nick Cage, which is why okay. I sent you that text last night about Nick Cage. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and let me find the actual. So it's it's based on a book by H.P. Lovecraft, and it's a it it reminded me of Annihilation. So it's this family that moves out to the sticks, you know. Uh, after I guess the the wife of the family got a uh, breast cancer, she had a I forgot what it's called, but the, where they remove the breast and she mm-hmm. feels very deformed. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, this family moves out to the sticks. 
Nick Cage tries to farm alpacas uh, or raise alpacas and start farming. The daughter's really into Wicca stuff. Like she's trying to be a witch. Like, like serious, like Wicca stuff. Uh, the son's really into smoking weed, and there's another son who's kind of isolated. And... I see. I see. Tommy Chong is in this. Is Tommy Chong the yes. son? Oh no, 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 <laughs> no. He's, he's like a, a shaman kind of character that lives oh, in the man, woods. That would be that would be funny if <laughs> Tommy Chong playing like a fourteen year old. It's directed by uh, Richard Stanley, who did. Uh, what's the movie called? Um, the Island of Doctor Moreau. Okay. And yeah. yeah, I guess this is based on an H.P. Lovecraft book because I was gonna say it. It reminds me of Annihilation, but Annihilation probably took stuff from this because it has it, it's this uh, meteor crashes and it resonates this like purple, really brilliant light and. I don't want to give too much away, but it's very body horror, which I'm all into. There's some crazy body horror stuff going on. Uh, the family pretty much falls apart. Uh, a whole bunch of horrible stuff happens, and yeah, it's it's a it's very much a horror movie. I would say it's not okay. maybe as as strange as I thought it was gonna get. It's a bit of a standard uh, horror movie. It, again, it, it's a lot like Annihilation. I think Annihilation's better, but I enjoyed mm -hmm. watching it. it. It only made like a few hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I don't know if it was, it was like, it cost 12 million. It made like 900,000 something. Like it didn't make that much money, but it's on uh, Amazon Prime. I enjoyed watching it. Nick Cage is Nick Cage. I, this is his kind of now, like, you know how, uh, you know how um, Bill Murray his like latter career is kind of in these like very indie smart indie movies. I feel mm -hmm. like Nick Cage's latter career is in these just like bad shit, weird ass sci-fi horror movies. Uh, and he okay. just acts full Nick Cage. Like he goes Nick Cage in this, he goes a bit insane and I'm gonna be insane Nick Cage. And yeah, he right. does it. He's it's, it's good cage. Some good. Cage. Okay. Cause they're kind of going crazy. Yeah. There Channel's a little, little, uh, little Jack Torrance, a little bit, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh, watch that. Also, uh, for Deja Vu, you know, we've been watching The Sopranos, but we also watched a few episodes of Scrubs. Did you ever watch Scrubs, Adam? I did watch Scrubs. Mm -hmm. We watched a few episodes of that for a, a special Scrubs podcast because I guess that's Travis's one of his favorite comedies or sitcoms. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's uh, they're interesting. Um, they're good. I think they still are really funny. I think they hold up. I think some of the we watched like five episodes, and I watched the finale. I think sometimes because the runtime is so short, they're twenty minutes long. Uh, okay. That I think the it kind of the seriousness and the comedy sometimes melt mesh together in a in a way that's a bit shocking or a bit jarring. I think mm -hmm. sometimes it, it kind of things have to develop so quickly that Yeah, where it's maybe if they had let it breathe it would have been more effective. It it doesn't seem so sudden, which maybe mm -hmm. is the point because it's about death, it's about hospital stuff, but you know, sometimes things just happen, but for the most part, I think the stuff in there... We watched an episode from, like, season one that was really strong. So, I... Uh -huh. And it's also interesting to kind of... Again, to watch an episode from season one, watch an episode from season six, where JD's... Like, Jerry, you know, JD narrates it. And he's right. sort of... It's just Zach Braff in season one. He's just kind of talking in his regular voice. In season six, he's like, Hello, it's me! <laughs> and uh, it's really, really shy. Like, whoa! I didn't realize his voice was like this uh, the whole time. So it uh, it was a fun watch. They're all on Hulu. They're twenty minutes long. Uh, it, it'd be a good. It's good to. It's a good revisit to Scrubs. And okay. That's, that's all I've been I, watching. There you go. Deja View podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam, do we have I've some news? Oh, what else? Oh yeah. So so we got. I mean, I, I've been watching rewatching Nathan for you and. So oh okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Where I'm at, TV show wise. Yeah, uh, it's great. 
So news, news stuff. Or, First, or we'll we start should, with, let's, with let's our do... own news. What did you want to do? Did you want to start with the bracket stuff first or news? Yep, that's what I'm, that's what I'm starting with. Okay. Uh, this bracket that is now down to our final four tray. Mm. So so we we did eight, and I think uh, they were all pretty decisive victories here. While we've had close ones before, um, I do think that there are some favorites here, and I I would guess that. Uh, we may get some decisiveness in the next round as well. Maybe the last, maybe the finals will be interesting. But the Matrix crushed Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, this is I our post-apocalyptic movie bracket. Yeah, because we Matrix. are in the post-apocalypse right now. Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, Terminator Two. Actually, this was kind of surprising how easily it beat Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, even though, like Terminator Two, Terminator great. One, Terminator One beat Shaun of the Dead. Oh, no, no I'm sorry. I'm not... looking at Dawn of the Dead. You're you're right. Yeah, so Terminator 2 beat Shaun of the Dead. Terminator beat Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. So, uh, Terminator cleaned up on Dawn of the Dead. And then Mad Max Fury Road, which I forgot to put Fury Road. Good thing. Uh, <laughs> beat, beat Snowpiercer pretty easily. So, mm -hmm. the final four will have The Matrix against Terminator 2 and Mad Max against Terminator. Mm. What are you what are you thinking? I think that the Matrix and Mad Max walk. <laughs> Just from what yeah. I've seen, I, the those two have not had close challenges yet. No. Yeah, that's safe. I maybe one of the maybe Terminator 2 sneaks past. I don't know about uh but against the Matrix, no. And yeah. That that one could could surprise, but Mhm. Mm there you go. Uh, next round will be out for voting sometime next week. Keep yeah. an eye out on Trey's Twitter. Uh, Dune, Trey. The movies from Dune... Not the movies. The pictures from from Dune are out. It looks like they're making Shots. a Star Wars movie, right? <laughs> it does. Uh, if all Star Wars movies looked super dope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> These all look so great. Yeah. <laughs> Denis is... Denis Villeneuve, who's directing the movie, is just next level. <laughs> and, like, uh, I, I guess I didn't really know after watching the the old Dune. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, they'll, they'll update this for sure, and I'm sure it'll be oh. darker and edgier, more serious. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh... Yeah, this is pretty, much, but it does it does look like Star Wars. It's also going to be two movies now. Yeah, because it's two books, right? Or it's a series, or this is just the first book. I think this is just based on the first book. Okay. Um, they got the yeah. nose thing going on. They, the uh huh. Nose. Yeah. So they could go grab, go grab that spice. How do you? What feelings does this bring up in you? <clears throat> I'll be honest. I thought the picture of Timothy Chalamet on the beach was mm -hmm. uh, Kylo Ren for a while. Like <laughs> I didn't really very... look at it closely. I wasn't like looking at anything. I just saw the picture. I'm like, oh, that's why are they? Why is everyone posting a picture of Kylo Ren right now? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. It's like, oh, it's Timothy Chalamet. They got the same haircut. That's like the new hairstyle, right? With young actors, is the long black hair, and the long black oh, hair yeah. look. The, it's either, the it's new either that. It's either that or everyone looks like Chris Evans. It's either one or the other. Mm. You either look like Timothy Chalamet or Chris Evans. There's no other person you can look like in Hollywood nowadays. It, uh, or Adam Driver, I guess. Adam Driver or Chris Evans. One or the other. I think Oscar Isaac looks awesome. He looks awesome, <laughs> yes. He looks like yeah, a with the, with the big space beard. marine, yeah. Uh, I, I think someone Zendaya. put some art of him, uh, like in uh, as Solidus Snake in Metal Gear. Like he has this very Metal Gear kind of look to him, like this super soldier. Like, yeah, he looks awesome mm -hmm. in it. So, will movie theaters be open in time for this mm. to be <laughs> to be released in December, like it's supposed to be Christmas time? I hope so. 
I really uh, hope so because I I think this might be my most anticipated movie. I, I forgot what we said when we did our most anticipated, but this is definitely up there. So right now, Cinemark is planning to reopen its theaters July first. Some other smaller theater chains are saying they may open up at the end of April. End of start, April seems ambitious. That's That seems dangerous to me. Yeah. And they would start off with old movies to kind of slowly I heard that, back yeah. into it. They'd have every all employees wearing masks and like you can't buy seats right next to each other. Um, all that kind of stuff. Just 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 wait <laughs> i i understand that uh cinemark has laid off a ton of people across the country and all these all these companies if you you know amc is on the edge of bankruptcy we talked about um but uh, i don't know you can't be putting people at risk no yeah especially with like movie theaters i, I can maybe i don't know like what businesses do you think should be if if any business were to start early what business would that be cuz I, I you know i don't want movie theaters to die but i don't think that's anywhere close to being essential right now right exactly you know and... we we kind of i think some stuff needs to start slowly opening but you got to be very cautious and i think end of april is way too ambitious i think yeah. even I think beginning of June might be ambitious. Like, wait until that, you know, we're starting to... Yeah, it's just a weird deal uh, because, I mean, we're going to be in some shit, man, for a long time with all every so, kind of business. They're, the theater's goal right now, Cinemark has kind of specifically said this, others have hinted at it, is that they want to be kind of up in a big way mm -hmm. for tenant yeah in, tenant in yeah July. that's gonna be your big one i mean that's christopher nolan everyone likes christopher nolan i think that's mm -hmm. a sure money maker that's gonna get yeah. butts and seats and i and they say that the theater industry really likes nolan because he's a huge proponent of the theater experience yeah. We've said it and, before. Uh, he's like one of the yeah. only, one of the he last like the, blockbuster directors. He does all the IMAX stuff, which mm -hmm. theaters like. Because yeah, that's that's a lot more money. Have. It's it's so there's that. Um, Trolls World Tour was uh, you know, is the first studio movie ever to be available in theaters and on demand the same day. Uh, was it in theaters yeah. at all? Because there's no theaters it, open. It, I mean, there's some that are open, like there are. rurally. Yeah, Rural. like if if you some areas where there's nothing going on, there's still yeah. it's you know not all theaters nationwide are shut down, but and I guess we said drive-ins. Drive-ins are open, right? Drive-in movies and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that set a that set a new record for the mo the biggest on demand release of all time. Wow! Trolls that World Tour. of trash. Yeah. Not seen it, so I don't know. Maybe it's good, but yeah, I like when they play the music. <laughs> I like when they play the popular music of today, so we can give the popular artists more money and brainwash us with their music that have government messages encoded into them. Kevin Smith says Mallrats <laughs> 2 will address how coronavirus is accelerating oh, the demise of shopping malls. Stop. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Look, man. Just stop. No one wants Mallrats uh, 2. <laughs> actually, that, you know what? That might actually... Mm, not the coronavirus stuff, but the I think because it is such a comic book kind of movie, I think that could work maybe but yeah. that would have to be the focus not coronavirus and malls that wasn't the that wasn't the point of mall rats that was right. more of like comic nerd stuff you know like that was like very early before comic books were mainstream uh so like i could maybe see that but 
I don't need a coronavirus malls movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi did is going to direct. Did you watch his Kevin or uh, Jane Silent Bob two, or whatever no. he did? I no, no. The... I probably should, but I didn't. I don't necessarily I mean, have I don't any know. will to do you? it. Yeah, I, mean, I was I such a Kevin the... Smith fan back in the day. I see it on Amazon. I was a huge Kevin Smith fan too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wow, is that uh... <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, post a picture of yourself when you're 20. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am at a Kevin Smith show. Yeah. Uh, I was look. I was watching Box Office Mojo to see how well Clerks Two was doing. <laughs> Like it really had a stake in that. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi is yes. directing the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that could be good. I like Sam Raimi. That's very fun. It's supposed to be like <laughs> that, a horror movie too, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be a yeah, a big crazy movie. Actually, in Spider Man Two, they they bring up uh, Doctor Strange. Hmm. When they're trying to come up with a name for Doctor. Oh Hawk. yeah, you're right. They they did. Yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah, they, um, it was like a little joke. Doctor Strange. Yeah, joke, so yeah. he's a uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, that name's already taken. Some yeah, something yeah, like that. Some, I think exactly that. Taken. So that's yeah. that's kind of a fun little uh, little Easter egg. And now here yeah. he is directing. I he knew I, he knew he was going to direct it. I mean those those Sam Raimi Spider Man movies really are what kind of set everything in motion 100 percent. so 100 percent. there you go might as well get him mm-hmm. in on the on this stuff uh yeah. parasite set a new streaming record on hulu in its first week yeah my roommate watched it then he stopped For first time six minutes in or, or he my roommate will do a funny thing hopefully he's not listening he'll huh. watch a movie and he'll like watch it in pieces so like throughout a week he'll be watching a single movie and for some reason, he stopped it with six minutes left. I'm like, oh, do you watch that later? I'm like, what? I, it's almost done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, did, what, did he have, what did he have going on? Was he just I don't like, know. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. What was watch Parasite if you haven't. All-time streaming records, most watched independent or foreign language film on Hulu. Wow. So. One best picture. Remember that? I remember that. It feels like years ago. (laughs) And uh, Netflix, now worth more money than Disney. Wow. Worth? Well, I always hear they're hemorrhaging money, though. Don't you always hear that? That they're, like, not doing well? I mean, it's... But it's stock thing. Like, Like, what is... What is what is money? Facebook worth, right? right. It's yeah. it's how much people value it. All it took was a little, uh, and I mean, worth more money. It's you know, stock prices, right? And so it's at one hundred eighty-seven point three billion, and then Disney is one hundred eighty-six point six billion. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I have stock yeah. in both. Trey. Hey, there you go. How's that doing? I also, uh, I mean, they're both doing okay. Yeah. I, I also have stock in China, which is not good. No, that's probably not a good one to have. A bunch of Chinese, a bunch of Chinese companies. You might want to take that out. Do you have it in Tencent? This is this is not that's not how you, that's not how you make money, Trey. Yeah, you just keep it riding. You just kind of ride that high end. You got to ride it out. Got to ride it out, ride or die, right? Mm-hmm. Are you still having your bachelor party skydiving, or no? Is that canceled? Wow, I posted a thing saying the party was canceled. Oh yeah, I saw that. Didn't even didn't even keep up. Trey liked it. Didn't even remember. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> it's supposed to be March twenty second, and it was March twenty second, kind of specifically because Fast and Furious was going to come out. Not March twenty second. It was. I'm sorry, May twenty second. May twenty second. Um. Yeah, but I have to reach out to uh, those people, uh, the <laughs> skydive people. Well, we have to wait until Fast and Furious comes out, so you got to move the wedding. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Gina. Yeah, Gina, sorry. Ride or die. 
right? She gets it. She'll get it. She, she gets it. She, she's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> she's a cool wife. She's into wings and beer and sports, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah all those things that she loves. <laughs> Not right, like well, other girls. <laughs> no, she isn't like other girls. She's real. She is real. She's a she's a great lady. That Gina. She's got a hell of a laugh. We all know that. (laughs) No. And more next time on Super Films Cast 64!